Hello, and welcome to the RamGad Pod. My name is Jason Economou, Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui, and this is my podcast. Today, I am giving you the audio from a Facebook Live video that I did with Lori Suhako and Linda Munzel from Maui County's Department of Housing and Human Concerns. The Facebook Live video is still available on the Realtors Association of Maui Facebook page, so I encourage you all to check that out, but you're going to get the audio from that event here in this podcast right after this intro. Uh, What we cover is who the Maui County Emergency Rental Assistance Program is for, so if you are a landlord or a tenant or a property manager, this podcast should be helpful for you. We cover the limits, what all is covered by the program, uh, how to apply for the program, and a bunch of other sort of details and frequently asked questions that people might have. If you want more information or if you want to start the application process, go to mauicounty.gov forward slash Maui Rent Help, all one word. Uh, so mauicounty.gov forward slash Maui Rent Help. Check out the county's Facebook page. Do whatever you can, and I hope you enjoy this podcast and find it useful. If you have any follow-up questions, please feel free to email me at jason, J-A-S-O-N, at ramaui.com, and I will get you whatever resources you need to make things easier for you. Until then, enjoy the podcast, and thanks for listening. Thank you for joining us. My name is Jason Economou. I am the Government Affairs Director for the Realtors Association of Maui. And I am joined today by two, the two top representatives from the Department of Housing and Human Concerns. So let me um, give them the opportunity to introduce themselves. We'll, we'll start with uh, Linda Munzel. Hi, good morning. Uh, my name is Linda Mansell. I'm the Deputy Director for the Department of Housing and Human Concerns. I'm thrilled to be here. Thank you for inviting us. Thank you. And Lori, would you like to introduce yourself? Certainly. Good morning. Thank you, Jason. Um, thank you for having Linda and I join you on today's uh, Facebook live event. We're here to talk about our county's rent and utility assistance program. Excellent. And just so everybody knows, uh, Lori is the director, and as Linda said, um, she's the deputy director of the Department of Housing and Human Concerns. So, Lori, as you mentioned, we are here to talk about the current Maui County Emergency Rental Assistance Program. And um, why don't you just tell us a little bit about the, the program, give us a, a broad overview of it. Thank you. So this uh, program is actually federal funds that were um, administered through the state of Hawaii, the County of Maui requested $40 million for this program. This program is geared toward helping those who can show an impact from COVID-19 on their income or on their financial situations, and then allows them to request help with uh, as due rent or prospective rent going forward for three months. Uh, There are limits on how much you can get per month for rent and for utilities. And of course, there needs to be documentation of the actual cost of those items, the rent and utilities. But um, we have found that uh, over the course of last year's pandemic, there were many different people who were contacting the mayor, contacting the county council, contacting our department, asking for 
assistance of this kind? Where, how can I help pay my rent? I haven't paid my rent for two months. So this program allows uh, back rent payment up until March of 2020. So anybody who has not made rent payments for that amount of time is probably not feeling very good about their housing situation. And I think that it would be worth the effort to um, go ahead and at least make an application and see if there's eligibility for this program and help, you know, allow the program to help them make their lives a little bit more stable and a little less stressful. We started the program in May. Uh, so we've been at it for about six weeks now. Um, I'll tell you that so far, our vendor Catholic Charities has paid out about $1.46 million in rent to help people. Um, it looks like um, it's almost 300 households that have been helped with this assistance, which is really great. Um, the, there is also um, an expectation that the utilities that have been requested by the applicants will be paid out tomorrow. Uh, and that totals about $92,000. So in, yeah, in all, we're looking at $2.4 million maybe being paid out by, by the end of this week to help our, our residents. Now, that sounds like a pretty significant amount of money. And I think what we saw on some of the other islands and, and even throughout the country um, was that a lot of these rental assistance programs during the COVID period got inundated with applicants and they ran out of money. Are, are we worried about that here? Is, is there enough money to go around? Linda, you wanna answer? Sure, I mean, obviously um, that is a concern and a valid concern in, in past programs. But as Lori uh, mentioned a little bit earlier, the County of Maui um, has the ability to tap into it $40 million. And um, as she also mentioned, so far we've only paid out about 2.4 million. So there's plenty of capacity so far. Um, I know that they have got some uh, payments pending, but even so uh, there, there shouldn't be an issue with someone who is interested in um, applying for this and actually at least checking to see if they would be eligible. Obviously there are income limits. Um, you know, not everyone is gonna be eligible, but those are pretty, uh, generous limits as well. So um, I think it's, it would be worth somebody's effort to uh, apply and try. Yeah, that sounds great. If, if you guys have already helped roughly 300 households uh, and, and you, you haven't even really scratched the surface on that federal funding, that means that there, there does seem to be quite a bit. So people should definitely apply. Um, I want to get into some of the details. So who can apply? Who, who, who is eligible to apply for this help? Is it the landlord? Is it the tenant? Is it the neighbor? I mean, where, where are the limits? Uh, both landlords and tenants are eligible to apply. Uh, landlords can apply, uh, but they need to have their tenant's permission because the tenant's income is what will be used to determine eligibility for the program. And so, you know, the way that this would work best is if regardless of whether it's a landlord or the tenant who applies, is if both parties understand that the application is being made because at some point in the process, as the application goes through its vetting process, the landlord will need to be contacted to verify the amount of rent 
it's due or the debt's past due. And if the landlord doesn't respond to Catholic Charities when they're trying to verify information, then that application kind of gets stuck in that, in that black hole. Um, and it works much better if both parties understand that the application is being made, both parties say, hey, you know, go do this, it'll help me because I'll get, I'll be able to pay my mortgage easier, it'll help you because you won't be behind in your rent. We won't look at each other so, you know, like we don't know each other when we have to pass by on the property or at the supermarket because we're ashamed that, you know, you owe me um, $12,000 in rent from last year. So it's it's really an opportunity, I think, for both landlords and and tenants to kind of get together and say, okay, this might be a resource that can help us. And both of us get help, right, in the process. So, you know, whatever you need from me as a landlord, I'm willing to help you do so that we can get this taken care of. Um, the, the priority has been given to people who earn 50% or below of area median income. And I would say that the, the greatest number of people who've applied for this program have been in that income bracket. So that, that's really one of the good things that has happened. There's been very few people who have been uh, above 80% uh, area median income who've applied. Um, so I think we did a good job of, of letting people know that those at the lower incomes would be prioritized for assistance first. Um, but we've, we've only received, you know, I think a total of about 1,700 households who've gone to the website and put in their information preliminarily in order to get pre-screened by Catholic Charities. So honestly, my expectation six months, six weeks into this program was that we'd have closer to 5,000 pre-screened applications. Um, because I think, I don't know about you, Jason, or the, you know, the property managers that you work with, but um, here in the department, we've heard lots of people and even, you know, at the grocery store talking about how challenging 2020 was for them financially um, and how stressful it has been to pay for food, you know, uh, monitor kids doing distance learning, trying to find childcare if they're offered partial return back to work. So there's all those circumstances that have played into a lot of stress for families. Um, so I'm hoping that um, the, the more people are aware of the, these resources that are available, they'll take advantage of them, and that that'll help actually uh, relieve some of that stress and, and some of the anxiety that's been so um, apparent for the past 16 months. Now, I want to ask, just to, to clarify something, you mentioned the property managers. Um, can the property managers apply? Yes. Excellent. Again, permission of the tenant. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They'll have to cooperate together, but absolutely they can apply. And that would actually, you know, so obviously a, a landlord or a, a property manager would know, you know, if he's got tenants who are, or he or she has got, has tenants who are behind in their um, rent. And that might be another good way of getting word out because I think a lot of people maybe don't know. 
our expectation was that we would have a lot more um, applications at this stage. And the fact that we don't, um, you know, it's very helpful. Thank you for, for having us on to talk about the program today. But, you know, also just different ways of getting the word out. A lot of people don't think, well, I'm not going to be eligible or the landlord might think that, you know, I can't do anything, but they can. They can actually partner together and we can working together help solve this problem. Now, just to clarify another point, you mentioned 50% AMI. Um, for somebody, maybe a tenant who might not be familiar with the lingo, what does that mean? Well, so the program um, actually was prioritizing people at the lower AMIs, but I think at this point we've opened it up to um, everyone who's eligible, and those folks would be up to 80% AMI. And what that means to a real person, um, if you're, you know, depending on the number of individuals who are in your household, um, will depend on, you know, the income limit. So if you're a household of one, um, that income limit at 80% is probably is about $57,400 a year. But if you're a family of four, um, then that goes up to about $82,000 a year. Um, and then if you're a family, a larger family, obviously it, it goes up. And I think the highest number I've got right in front of me is for a family of eight. And that's a little over $108,000 a year. But you don't, um, it doesn't hurt for you to apply. I mean, so if you're in the range, if you think maybe I'm a little bit over that number, I would I would still encourage somebody to apply for it and just see. I mean, it doesn't hurt to ask and um, see if the, they calculate your, your income slightly differently. And also, you, Lori, as an example, you threw out the number $12,000. And to me, that seems like, oh, well, that's a ton of money. The county's definitely not gonna give $12,000. But in reality, I mean, you guys are offering up to $2,500 per month of past rent and utilities. So, and this dates back uh, roughly a year. So really like $12,000 seems like it could be pretty easily covered by this program. Yeah, I, it, it is. Um, I think, you know, Families might be just overwhelmed by, you know, just the amount of arrears that they're facing. Uh, but this program and, you know, going through the process, I understand. I mean, I, I did the pre-screen myself just to see how long it took me and how I was feeling as I was doing it. Um, it's a little bit frustrating if you're, especially if you're not comfortable with doing electronic applications. Um so I can understand somebody getting frustrated, but I would say, please live through the frustration, do it anyway. Um, Catholic Charities also has um, a phone number. I, I think you have that, Jason, on the slide. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I'll, um, I'll, I'll share the slides um, towards the end here, but the phone number, if I can see it on my screen, is 808 873 4673. Yeah, so 808-873-4673. And we'll put that in the comment section on this video you. as well. So um, that's a number, that's a number where applicants can call and they can actually talk to a live person who can take their information and put it into the um, electronic form and send it off for them. Um, Maui Economic Opportunity, MEO is a sub-recipient of funding from Catholic Charities, and they've been going out into the community doing community outreach events in uh, Central Maui, West Maui, South Maui. They also have staffing in uh, Hana, Kihe, uh, Hana, Moloka'i, and Lanai to personally help somebody who 
may not even have a computer or may not even know what it means to upload a document. So one of the things that we're trying to encourage people to do, you know, as they contemplate, well, am I going to do this or not, is to get organized before they start the process. And what that means is, you know, if you know that you're behind in your rent and you're going to ask for some rent, rent help, go find the lease to your property that you signed when you first rented. That shows how much money you pay every month for rent. If you're behind in utilities, go dig up your latest um, utility bill that shows how much your current amount is and how much you own in arrears. So by putting some of that together ahead of time, you're not trying to sit at the computer and, and mess with trying to input things and then having to leave and go back out and try to find something. So if you have all of that at one sitting, including things like your, um, your tax return that shows your income from 2020 um, or your more recent pay stubs or your unemployment um, statements, those are the kind of things that you can get you can get prepared with ahead of time. So what, what I would say to not just to the, to the tenants who wanna apply, but to the landlords who want to encourage their tenants to apply is to think organized, to think about it in an organized way. Oh, you don't have a copy of the lease? I'll make a copy, another copy for you and bring it for you so that it's easier. You know, So there's things that can be done reciprocally that will make this process a lot easier and hopefully benefit both parties. And you know, it's it's interesting because it, really this documentation is also pretty reasonable, but this is also the type of stuff that would probably come up if there's an eviction case. Um, I, I used to practice law and I was, I was a landlord tenant lawyer and we handled a lot of evictions, but what a lot of folks are, are going to avoid the program or are avoiding the program because they don't want to go through the work of digging up the, the files. But I guarantee you, um, as, a, as an attorney, I can promise you this, it's going to be more stressful and it's going to take more documentation and more time uh, to try and go through the eviction process, especially um, if I'm not mistaken, the governor is expected to end the eviction moratorium in August. And there were recent changes that the legislature made to the landlord tenant code, which should impact notice requirements for landlords. It will impact mediation requirements. And it's going to require this type of cooperation and this level of, of paperwork to a higher detail if people are, are forced into these eviction situations. Um, also, what I want to say about the eviction situation is there'll be prioritizing cases based on how much debt um, the, the tenant is in regarding um, rent and utilities. So if you can actually get at least partial assistance through this emergency rental assistance program, you become less of a priority to be forced through the eviction process. So that's an, another really great incentive that landlords and tenants with a little bit of extra communication um, can, can really avoid a lot of stress. Yeah. Well, and that's why this program is really so timely because you know right now we've got the eviction moratorium going on and yet um, that is going to end. And so this program will help tenants become whole um, with their landlords. So you know we, we've talked a lot about um, 
the the rent that they owe and this this program can help them uh, come up to date with that um, it also you know as Lori mentioned helps with the utilities the electric electricity water gas um, sewer um, it, it really is very timely um, and especially with the moratorium ending in August uh, if they work with us if they they contact Catholic charities if they put in their application they could have a lot of this resolved before that moratorium ends now I'm I'm gonna ask um, what sort of are there any like tax documents that that need to be provided by either the landlord or the tenant in this process? The um, I think the tax documents that may be required are proof of income, so maybe income tax returns that show um, income being impacted by COVID. So, but that's for the tenant, right? Yeah, yeah. For for the landlords. Um, there's different things. Uh, some landlords are claiming, lawfully claiming the income and paying taxes on that rental income, and some landlords are not. And so um, the program on Oahu opened about a month and a half before we did. And what um, the vendors there have experienced is that many landlords refuse to accept the rental payment from the vendor because they know that with that rental payment comes a 1099 and that the Department of Taxation will follow up on that income, right? So that's that was a that was a really big obstacle during the CARES Act funding, where um, many landlords, many more than I even anticipated, really, are not claiming income on, on rentals. So they refuse the assistance because they don't want to get um, caught up in the Department of Taxation. So when this program was designed, um, it allowed for a little bit more flexibility around that issue. So it allows the vendor to um, reach out to the landlord if the landlord refuses to accept the assistance and the 1099 that goes with it, uh, it allows the tenant to sign an affidavit saying, I will take this $10,000 and pay my rent with it. But it does also then require a landlord to just sign off saying I received it. Oh, but, that's great. Yeah, so there's no 1099 that gets issued to the landlord. So it allow, it's, it's kind of like took a little bit of a shortcut from the first version of, of federal assistance, um, but it does give the program and I think it does give tenants a little bit more leeway and how they can pay their rent. That's that's outstanding because I know the last thing that, that I would wanna do as a tenant is ask my landlord about if they're paying their income taxes or not, especially if I am behind on my rent. Um, so so it's really great that, that there's that extra level of cooperation that can avoid um, snooping into anybody's business practices. I love that. So, the, the top things, the documentation seems pretty simple. This started in May. Um, landlords, tenants, and property managers can, can all apply for this because the property manager is, is working as an agent of the landlord. Um, the ah, future rent. So this will cover future rent. If you're currently unemployed, um, what are, what's, how much rent? will this cover if I'm currently unemployed and seeking assistance? I've, I've paid back all my old rent, but I need some help. Three months prospective rent. 
at $2,000, correct? Yes. Yeah, this is a robust program. I, I really like it. Now, are, are we missing anything? I, I, feel like, I feel like we've covered pretty much everything that we need to know about this, this emergency rental assistance program. Ah, the most important thing, where can people go for more information? They can go to the um, county's website. Uh, if you go to um, MauiCounty.gov, I think it's the first turtle icon, right, Linda? It's the first turtle. Um, yeah. And of course, if they want to Google, I mean, I think that they could probably Google Maui Rant Help and also come up with uh, a link to that. But but yeah, it's uh, MauiCounty.gov slash Maui Rant Help. Um, no spaces in between there. <clears throat> And I am typing that into the chat box right now, MauiCounty.gov slash MauiRentHelp. Um, the website is, is pretty straightforward. A lot of frequently yeah. asked questions. When you went through the screening process, do you remember like roughly how long it took you? It took, it took me about 15 minutes. That's nothing. That's yeah. a piece of cake. But I mean, you know, I mean, I, I know how to type, so it wasn't yeah. that hard, you know, but the, it, it was easy because it had drop down menus where you could choose and, you know, <coughs> excuse me, it wasn't the most complicated thing, but I realized that, you know, there's plenty of people who don't work behind the computer. That's or, true. Okay? And there's plenty of people who don't even have a computer or who, like I said earlier, don't understand what it means to download a document. So there's, there's also, you know, there's hope for those folks too, because there's avenues where you can get direct one-to-one -one assistance and you don't have to struggle um, going to your neighbor's house, borrowing their computer, messing with, you know, bad internet connections and things like that. You can, you can actually go and get some help directly and somebody will help you scan your documents and upload those. So, and there's also, there's also assistance through Catholic Charities for people who are, are not English speakers as their first language, right? So they have, they have um, language services attached to their program where um, if you need, uh, for example, if you needed a, a, a German interpreter or something, they could help with that. Um, so, and then they have access to um, different uh, interpreters from Pacific Island nations and uh, from, um, you know, just other countries who might need that assistance or other cultures that might need that assistance. So there's, I mean, you know, there's no reason not to do it. Yeah. And, and what, I, what I really mean, I'm, I am sympathetic to those folks that don't know how to use computers. My father could never figure it out. He's an immigrant and, and his English is, has always been terrible. And, and he is one of those people. However, if, uh, if he was $20,000 behind in rent and he could potentially get that stress off of his back and get that, that relationship mended with his landlord um, for, for 15 minutes on the computer, I would definitely be there helping him out. Um, I really hope that, that everybody else can, can get that, that sort of assistance because that's huge. $2,500 worth of back pay per month of, of missed rent and utilities um, can, is a really life-changing amount if somebody can get that burden taken care of. And, and it would really go a long way. So, so I encourage everybody, if, you're, if you are behind 
on your rent, on your utilities, even a little bit, please take advantage of this funding. Uh, it's, it's just going to go to waste elsewhere. I mean, right? It's, it's allocated for this specific purpose. So what happens if people don't use these funds? If people don't use the funds, then we return them to the state and they get sent to a different island to be spent there if the need is greater. So, you know, one of the one of the things that the mayor um, told us when we were contemplating um, this program was that he's heard from so many people that the, the need is there. People are scared. They're desperate. Um, and it was it was, you know, Last year was a very scary time, a year ago. Um, so part of the reason he pursued uh, the funding was in order to really address the level of desperation and the level of need that he heard about directly from people as he um, you know, did his work. Um, Linda and I and our staff have heard the same, the same need expressed. And so that's why um, this program and, and getting this program up and running and, and having it administered well was a real priority for us um, because we knew that people needed help. So, um, you know, I hope that uh, today, as I said, we had about 1,700 pre-screens. I hope that with continued outreach and um, events like this, so thanks for inviting us, Jason, that, you know, we'll let many more people know that it's available and that um, you know, we have some spending guidelines that we need to meet in order to get the entire 40 million. But we really do, I mean, even absent of that discussion, we really wanna make sure that people who need the help are helped. That, that, is, the, that is the number one. So if we can, we can totally um, uh, alleviate some stress and some, you know, housing insecurity and those, you know, those things that keep you awake at night, we are willing to do that. We just need the help from the tenants and from the landlords to get it done. Now, I, I guess, oh, there's one other question that you, there's been a lot of property exchanges lately. So, so people selling their properties and new, new people taking over leases, new landlords coming in. Um, will this program still apply even if your landlord has changed over the last year, if the property's been sold? So long as the tenants can provide that rental agreement or that lease agreement that shows how much money they owe every month for rent, that shouldn't really be an issue. Excellent. Yeah. Sorry, I just wanted to cover that because I actually got that specific question. So I wanted to make sure that we covered that for everybody. Um, I think, I think we hit all the major points. Once again, the website, mauicounty.gov forward slash Maui Rent Help, all one word. Um, it's, it's all pretty straightforward. The screening process should take, let's call it a half hour. Um, if, if, you know, if you're not super computer savvy, it should take no more than a half hour. The basic documentation that you should all have um, while going through this is maybe the lease, uh, utility bill that gives approximately how much in arrears you are. Uh, tax return would be helpful as far as your income, proving what your income is. Um, or pay stubs would be helpful for income verification. And then an unemployment statement. And, and that's, that's roughly kind of what you need to get started. And then there's the potential that, that other documentation might be requested, right? 
Yeah, right. And and Catholic Charities, our vendor, often telephones people back to do follow-up. So if you're one of those people who never answers the phone, if it's an unfamiliar number, you might have to change your habits a little bit because if they cannot reach you by phone, they cannot do that vetting. So it, it just holds up their process. So, you know, for maybe for the month until you get your payment, um, have faith and answer the phone, even if you don't know who's calling you. That's another great point. So it takes roughly a month between the, the application and when the, the payment would go through. It, it just depends, Jason, on how, where, where the pockets of missing information and verification are. So like I said, if you're organized and you have all your ducks in a row, the process goes much quicker, much cleaner. Um, but if there's hiccups along the way, it takes a lot longer. So, um, you know, and it's not anybody's fault necessarily. It's just one of those things. But um, Catholic Charities continues to work on those applications. But um, if they need, if you put down your phone number, answer the phone. Because yeah. that, if they call you, it means they need something from you in order to get to the end point, which is to pay those bills. So, um, you know, that, that part I think is uh, for the caseworkers, I think that part is challenging too. They really want to help. And if nobody picks up the phone and nobody returns calls, then it's like that application just sort of goes into a different black hole and um, it doesn't get worked on, which means the money doesn't come. So it, it's about kind of like, I, I think encouraging people to keep trying. If you don't hear from them, call them back. If you have a missed call, call them back um, to get all those T's crossed and the I's dotted to get this done. And the county website has got um, a really nice frequently asked questions section. So anybody who has questions, you know, after we finish up here, they can actually go to the county website, you know, and take a look at those frequently asked questions and hopefully that would, would assist them. But if they don't have all the answers that they need, you know, clearly they can call um, Catholic Charities, the number that um, was given earlier, um, that's also on your slides and um, get that assistance. But you know, we don't want anyone to feel like they can't apply or that, you know, they've got too many questions and um, they don't know how, where to go to find those answers because we, you know, are trying to do our, our very best to make sure that the information is out there and a uh, lot of resources. So don't hesitate um, to go and take a look. Don't hesitate to contact um, if you've got questions. Excellent. I, I got to tell you, this sounds way less stressful than any eviction proceeding will ever be. So I, I am so happy that this is available. And I just want to thank you both um, and, and as well as, as the administration, because Maui County has done a remarkable job of trying to help its residents throughout this whole pandemic period. And even though it feels like the pandemic is, is over, it's not. Um, you know, people are still getting sick, but, but also people are still struggling financially from, from the fallout of, of what, what occurred. Um, and, and I'm just so thankful to live in a place where we have the type of community where we do, where we all try and help each other and where our local government really steps in and, and tries to provide assistance where there are gaps. So thank you for your continued service and uh, please thank the mayor for me as well. Thank you, Jason. We appreciate you too. Yeah, thank you for having us on. It's great to see you, even though it's not in person. Um, thank, thanks a lot, really appreciate it. All right, and with that, thank you all for joining us and please share this video, uh, apply for the assistance. All right, we'll finish up and goodbye.